On this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast, we're going to start a riot and a hashtag, bring back Kansas. This episode, they bring back that bitch Meg. And also, in case you're wondering, I will tell you where to source the world's finest holy water. Let's do this. episode 21 of season one and episode 21 of devil's trap podcast i'm diana hey i'm liz and hooray we made it to there's one more episode left after this for season one wow so exciting uh thanks everybody who's been listening so far uh, if this is your first time joining just a quick reminder about what the hell we're talking about so we're obviously talking about supernatural uh diana has never seen this show before so she's a supernatural virgin and i have watched the show many many times and each week we could talk about the episode and then i fill your minds with a bunch of lore that's either true crime or some other crap that I find interesting. Well, so legend, the legend behind the legend is what the legend is. behind the legend behind the vest, right? No, there's no vest. Something I don't know. Okay. Uh, Anyways, what's what's on your palate tonight? What are you drinking? Uh, my cocktail tonight. I decided to make a orange rum from Island Getaway, created by our friends at High Rum in High Texas. Uh, orange rum with uh, zevia. So sugar-free um cream soda so it's like, I was like what the fuck is what is the, oh, that that sounds delicious it is so that's what i'm having tonight there we go that's my there's my my vanna white pitch for anybody that looks on video if we ever show it but yeah so i've got island getaway um orange rum it's one of their newer blends and uh it's like no sugar added blah blah blah, blah. so pretty tasty with uh some sugar-free um cream soda so dreamsicle the dreamsicle cocktail i feel like we're getting like springtime we're getting towards summer i needed something refreshing yeah i did buy all the things to make a pina colada then i didn't make a pina colada i'm actually drinking a shirley temple Ooh, shirley temple yeah, so I'm getting all the sugar because the Sprite Zero was behind. So I told I texted Diana earlier. So our grocery store is going through a makeover and they are repricing all the shelves, which meant every aisle was full of like 10 HEB employees. And it's very stressful. And I was like, I just want the Sprite Zero. And I was like, you know what? There's regular mini can Sprite over there. And I will just have <laughs> the sugar because that's better than trying to figure out how I get behind all these people. So I, um, it's delicious and I feel like I'm seven. So it is, makes me happy. I feel like I'm at Red Lobster. This yeah. is like, <laughs> I know. Yeah. That was always the big deal. No alcohol tonight. No, no alcohol tonight. Okay. Yeah. That, I, that was always like, I felt like such a big deal whenever I was a kid at a restaurant and would it be able to get a Shirley Temple? I'm like, uh, felt like I was ordering like a fucking Cosmo. I'm like, I would like a Shirley Temple, please. So fancy. 
Yep. And then I would be like all sugared up. And of course your parents are like happy to get them for you. And it's like, I want all the soda, pull all the cherries in it. I do have maraschino cherries in here. And I do have, I do have the cherries from pie that are the dark rum ones, but I didn't know how that would taste in here. So I just went with regular. That could be a toss up as far as whether it's good or not. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. uh, the cat is getting on my last fucking nerve. Go yeah, you've got a, you got a cat on your keyboard, which is challenging to record with. <laughs> it is challenging. Oh, the cat is on the keyboard. I'm trying to like hold my notes and the drink so she doesn't knock it over on any of my laptops or my phone or no, she's just, she's just going to go right there. Okay, cool. That's where you went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love my pet. My pet is awesome. Aw. <sighs> Yeah, so yeah, I think that's all. I mean, anything uh, exciting going on otherwise? I mean, I got my boobs squished today. That was that was great. Yeah, so they got flopped on a machine and had some awkward conversation with the woman as she's manhandling my boob and I gotta stretch it out. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, that's that typically happens. You just flatten that bitch down. Uh, and then uh Thursday I'm going to get my first shot, so that'll be exciting. Oh, we're, getting, we're getting vaccinated. My sister, I got mine uh, yesterday. Um, and uh, my sister called to check on me this morning and asked how I was feeling. And I, I let her know that I did not yet crave brains, nor has the 5G kicked in. But we what agreed. About you? What about but your lizard tracker, tail? Uh, no lizard tail either, but the tracking, the tracking device, we feel like once the soreness goes down, is that's when that really kicks in. Okay. So that's cool. Yeah, I'm just hoping for a take. For the record, we're fucking being sarcastic. <laughs> just everybody knows. But kind of maybe. Uh, I'm not I'm not being sarcastic about wanting a tail. It would be awesome. Oh, no. A full lizard <laughs> tail that just I thought it would like really suck with pants. I mean pants yeah. suck anyway. So I could just poke holes in all my dresses and then just have a lizard tail just like floating majestically swishing, behind me. Swishing, swishing behind. It would just seem to swish as I walked. And then you could decorate it. Think about like all the like the ribbons and shit you could put on your tail and make it so festive. Oh, it'd be like little I put little streamers on it, like it's a bike handle. And then as <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like it, it would bedazzle, go, go, bedazzle that shit. Bedazzle it, but I have it poking out of the top of the Jeep. And just as I'm going down, like having like a little flag that's going. Yeah. I, I'm getting Moderna. So maybe the Moderna is one of the lizard tails. So fingers crossed. So yeah. We'll, we'll see. I got I got the J and J. So one and one and done. And uh we'll go from there. Woo-hoo. Yeah. The last Ever? day they were administering them. So we'll see when they start again. Um, Alrighty then. Yeah. So uh, this week, Laura, talking about the episode Salvation. I want your salvation. Oh, sorry. There was your answer for you. But uh, yeah, so uh, this originally aired on April 27th, 2006, uh, directed by our favorite Robert Singer and written by my two favorite chicks, Sarah and Royale. So uh, they are back and it was great. And then I started watching the episode on Netflix and what the fuck, Netflix? I have major, major problems. Whatever bullshit you just pulled where you took Wayward Son out of the fucking intro. What the fuck is wrong with you? I am so goddamn angry. Hashtag bring back Kansas. I'm going to make it a thing. And yeah, I'm, so I'm drinking my Shirley Temple out of my cup that says driver picks the music because I feel that's fitting. And once again, fuck you, cheap assholes at Netflix. Yeah, so when I was watching, because this is my first time and I'm watching it on Netflix, I was like, 
Oh, I wonder what song this is while the intro is going, because it seems kind of like, meh, no disrespect to Sober Skin and their song Calling, but meh. And then I looked up, I was like, I'm just making sure who this is, just try, because I try to make some, you know, check on music stuff. And uh, I see in the wiki world that this is when they're supposed to be playing Carry On My Wayward Son, which I had been told, not as a major spoiler, but that is a song that has important connotations to the series and so we based our theme song off the fucking kansas song yes (laughs) exactly so i was i was very confused as well i was did not probably have the same level of anger as liz does because it was like oh that's weird to me where she's like what the fuck which is you know but i'm i don't i I, it's new to me still so anyway seems fucking stupid that's what i got Yeah, it's it's fucking stupid, and it's also—it's just there is an emotional attachment you get to that song after watching the show like for fifteen years, and it's like no, that's that's how that that's supposed to be, (sighs) you assholes. So, anyways, hashtag things like Kansas, and I promise they will never use the word hashtag in like a sentence. I literally mean I just want to start that hashtag. So yes. Yeah. So yeah. So that's a, that's how this episode starts. Is there? It's the second to last episode of the season. So they do like a full recap of the season to date, um, leading up to where we are now. And uh, the episode starts in Blue Earth, Minnesota, uh, in a church. And um, there's a, a priest in there looking through stuff. And uh, there's a breeze that blow, almost blows out some prayer candles. And what do you know? That bitch Meg walks in. And at least that bitch Meg is going through that awkward phase where she's like growing out her hair from a short haircut and it <laughs> looks like shit. So yeah, I know. Is there a time you try and cut your hair shorter? I'm gonna like just pro- I'm gonna pull up that picture of Meg yeah. and be like, yeah, you want your hair to look like this? This is what's gonna happen. So yeah, right. right. yeah fuck Mitch and her bag and her terrible hair. Anyways, so yeah, so anyways, while well, she's she's talking to the priest and he's trying to like basically say that she can be forgiven. And this is something that I don't remember seeing from Meg before, but while he's talking to her and she's like, even me, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she blinks and her eyes go solid black. And then she blinks again and they go back to normal. Um, and, um, you know, we know she's evil and obviously some kind of inhuman thing, but that was pretty like, whoa. Um, and the, well, uh, also, Preacher Jim does say salvation is made for sinners. And I was like, oh, salvation. Oh, it's in the title. I get it. <laughs> yeah. And um, and he goes, I know what you are. Wow, she a lied. bitch. Like, and I was like, yeah, yeah she's a fucking bitch. Um, so he, he said, and I thought oh, this is a good point. Like, he's like, you can't be here. This is hallowed ground. And apparently it doesn't fucking matter to her and starts chasing his ass while he barricades himself in the coolest church basement I've ever seen because it's full of fucking weapons. Again, my comment was, dang, machine gun preacher. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm like, I don't know. This is a... Uh, uh, I hang out in that church. They, they, they call him... They, 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 they call, call him father they don't know it's father, it's preacher it's it's preacher, preacher jim. jim yeah yeah they call so him not after the, so it's not a priest it's not a catholic yeah. church yeah some priest some preachers wear the the white the, the color crap there's a 
goddamn word for it. And <laughs> I'm just like, goddamn word about that. Uh, oh, my family loves me. Um, anyways, y'all. We, we were both we were both raised Catholic, just saying. Yeah, I know. I know my aunt like washes that shit for the priests because she's uh, you know, but anyways, I will remember it at some point and I'll probably shout it out randomly in the middle of this episode. So okay. Um, so we have machine gun preacher, there's a ton of sigils and key and lots of like uh lesser keys of Solomon and other things all over the wall. And I'm like, yeah, that's a pretty cool place. So, and then he tries to kill her with a knife and he misses. Yeah, he misses and that's not He just stops. I was like, you have have an arsenal full of machine guns. Like, try Mm -hmm. something else out. Like, I don't know, like stomp on her toe, punch her in the face, do something. Why are you just standing there, Jim? Yeah, and then she- uh, Oh, is it Pastor Jim? It's Pastor Jim. Pastor Jim, that's what it is. Yeah, Pastor Jim. So anyway, so then uh, she wants the Winchesters. He's like, look, I haven't spoken to them in over a year. And she's like, I know. And just slits his throat. Yep. And now he's dead. He's dead. Okay. Then we cut to Manning, Colorado. And we get a bunch of close-ups of murder walls. So we know that they we are in the Winchester's hotel room. <laughs> yeah, and I'm also like, how, I was like, how long does it take to set up that murder wall? Because they're moving there's it, right? There's like arrows drawn on it. Like you can't just, it's not like they just like, okay, let's just pull out all the stuff and put on the wall again, guys. This is like. But no, they clearly are because like one of the things is a Striga. Strigas have nothing true. to do with a demon. You put up a picture, like, did you just like, I really like the drawing I made of this witch. She makes me happy, which I'm down with. If You know, sometimes yeah. I like drawing spooky witches and putting them up places i mean sure <laughs> but mm. i don't know why you need that on your murder wall yeah but it, it's weird it's kind of a, it's an odd collection it's like their own little like brag wall but when they move in it's like they're it's like a when they like got shitty dorm room i don't know like they just well, how do you wall. move fast like is there always like picking up and going like yeah. do they have like, to take everything down is there like a folder that is somebody's job. You know that between the brothers, it is one of, or the dad even, it's one of their jobs to carefully remove it. Cause if it's taped up there, it's going to fucking rip or pull the paint off. You know this. So it's gotta be like that tacky stuff or they're going to use some really good tape. They have to carefully remove it make sure they don't stick to each other, put them in some kind of a folder so they can restick them at the next location. Yep. There's a are, process are, here. Are they filing them? Do they have like a <laughs> demon, <laughs> demon five number? You know, like- they have a file box. <laughs> they do. I really hope there's an accordion style file fox. Sam would have that. Because, I like could the see handle the handle one. The handle yeah, one. The handle one in it. How he like like he sits on the car, lawn trips in the car. He's just like making little labels for things, and he's like you know lower hierarchy of demons, higher hierarchy of demons, weird things with teeth. You know, just like whatever random you know, stuff. random shit. So yeah. okay, so, so murder wall, and we found we have a pattern. Yes. So basically, yeah, he says that John is telling Sam and Dean that basically he found a pattern. It's there is like a system to the um, uh, the demon going after these women or children, whatever. And basically that no, is- No, he's going after babies. Well, he's the going demon- after the babies, but he kills the women in the process. I know, but he wants babies. Somebody has to think of the babies. So it's this, so basically it's a night that a baby turns six months old. And so Sam t- decides to- a temper tantrum so it's all because of me and, gets all <laughs> and, upset. and, and my exact note is sam this isn't all about you <laughs> yeah. yeah it's not just about you sam there's there's other things it's not it's not your fault uh none of the stop carrying the shit on you yeah. get over it yeah stop trying to be a martyr anyway yeah. but um so um 
anyway, so John, John tells further, like talks about how he's been trying to like track, track him down and get to the site before the demon gets to the baby and then kills the mom, but he's never been able to do it before. And, uh, but he's found this pattern of like cattle death and electrical storms. Um, so now we get the name comes back in cause they need to go to Salvation, Iowa. I'm like, Ugh, we have to go to Iowa. Damn, I should have done more on cattle mutilations. No, we'll save that. Maybe there'll be another, I don't remember if there is or not. Yeah. Maybe future episode cattle mutilations. It'll come up. It's a thing. Find it. We'll uh, force it. We'll force it if we have to. Yeah. All right. So anyways, uh, we have to go to Salvation. Huh, and on the way they get, <laughs> they pull over because John gets a phone call from Caleb who's one of those other hunter buddies and okay well I'm gonna pause because we you didn't talk about the sign the, oh, the amazing yeah. sign the amazing sign going to Salvation Iowa yeah so it says leaving Salvation Iowa uh the sign does misspell lotto as l-o-t-o and in case you're wondering, uh, the jackpot is $1.7 million today in, in Salvation. It also says the heartland of America. And then after that is a Bible quote that says, okay, I'm going to say quote unquote Bible quote, because it says, are you ready for judgment day? JW227. And so uh, there's no book of the Bible of JW. So we all just think it stands for John Winchester. That also said 227. And I was like, was that the date they filmed it? They filmed this on February 20. 27 but it did air on 427 so i don't know i just thought that was funny um so that's a good catch sorry yeah yeah so and so before you know we, we get to get to see chuck coming and i'm like oh yeah i guess baby's coming too but chuck's all and she's just like rolling down the highway looking all hot and then like and, and john pulls over and he's like caleb called pastor yeah. jim's dead pastor jim's dead and there were traces um and there were traces of sulfur, so they know it was a demon. And so now they're in a bigger hurry because they know they need to hurry up and figure out which baby turned six months this week. And so they split up who has to go to like look up the different hospital records and other vital docs in this city. Let's find all the babies. Save the babies. the babies. It's for and, the children. And John's actually fairly emotional about Pastor Jim being gone. It's lots of feels. He's, he's, he's very of upset about it yeah well, so and if you think of like back and throughout the episode like they kind of go oh like that's where they would go when uh he was when he didn't feel like leaving children alone in a hotel room yeah when, when he decided it wasn't good to leave unattended minors in a hotel by themselves he would take them to pastor jim so yeah that's I mean that makes sense yeah. so yeah. um so Anyways, we're gonna go to the salvation kind of, oh go ahead sorry what's kind of funny is when he pulls up to when john pulls up to the hospital in truck your favorite truck um he uh he opens up the console and has like a whole console full of like miscellaneous badges to get access to things i was amused like, oh. yeah. well so the boys have it too they learned it they learned it by watching you dad uh, i also watching you i also think it is weird that the hospital is named women and children's hospital yeah. what the fuck is that like i know children's hospital but like a woman women's and children's is that a thing like i don't mm-hmm. Maybe it's because they do lots of babies. Oh, like births. That's just where all the babies are. I I don't know. Okay. So yes. we find out Sam is he's an, he's a police officer and he's going through a bunch of birth certificates. And this is 2006. At this point, these would probably be in a database. I'm just saying that it's the most recent ones. Like if you're looking for something like 10 years ago, it may not have been added to the database yet. But all of the like current ones six month old babies yeah. would have yeah. been in a database. Yeah. And then we get to see Dean be super fucking creepy. Oh, skeepy Dean. He's also a cop. (laughs) Yeah, he walks up the receptionist. Anything I can do for you? 
And he goes, oh, God, yes. Ooh. Ooh. Like, oh, that was so, oh, I, w- I wrote, ew. ew. That was pretty douchey. Ew. It's just the way he said it. Oh, God, yes. It was like, Ugh. Bleh. Bleh. don't be, don't be creepy. Come on. Anyway. Yeah, no, I would have given him any help. I would have thrown him out. And then I'm like, oh, you're a cop. Okay whatever um all right so sam's you know out and he starts getting a vision oh my god and it's a house and there's a woman and there's a baby oh my yes. god another baby so uh, obviously we know <laughs> sam's having his visions and this one must most likely be of the baby that is going to be targeted because that's what would make sense in this episode and with the storyline of sam having a premonition for these things so now he needs to go on a fucking mission to find this specific house and baby when all he's seen is the baby's room and heard a train. Yeah, yeah there's it's a small town. So Maybe one track. It's across the street, so it wasn't that hard to find. No. <laughs> like, it's like one block away from the hospital. <laughs> like, well. It's convenient. Yeah, it works out. So yeah, he uh, goes and sees conveniently. As he keeps having random visions as he's getting his making his way over there, which seems very dangerous. And if I saw someone reacting that way, walking down the street by themselves, that was unfamiliar to my neighborhood in my very small town, might have called the cops. Just saying. Yeah, probably wouldn't have said, "Hey, take a look at my baby." You know, and so not, not oh, nice to meet you, new neighbor, because you're acting awfully strange. And here is my six-month-old infant child, and I will tell you about that, our lives. And you just said, "Oh, she's gorgeous." Ew, no, random men. Don't go up to women with babies and tell them that their child is gorgeous. That is odd and weird and gross. Uh, eh, I don't know. Anyway, so then, so he finds out this is Monica and baby Rosie and the baby and the mom says something about how the baby doesn't cry, just looks like it's reading your mind. Which I was like, oh, that's fucking weird. Baby, it's a weird ass baby. Your, your baby's, baby's possessed. Baby. <laughs> you're a creepy baby. <laughs> And, uh, and we learned that the baby's six months today. So obviously we know now that this is the house that's going to be targeted by the demon. This is the baby and mom that are going to be targeted by the demon. And it is going to happen to fucking night. And so I think another vision ensues. And then I guess, cause that's where I start going eek. Why is that fucking clown over the crib? You're just asking for demons. Like that was the worst thing was ever. It really weird like clown mobile. It looked very like, what was weird is that it looked new but stylistically dated so i'm like okay nobody buys like a new creepy clown like that anymore they've got all kinds of i I have attended baby-ish events in the last five to ten years 15 years and that is not the style of baby things nowadays just saying no no baby wants a clown nobody wants a clown that's how you get demons in your house you put it and also maybe that's why that baby is creepy i don't so i we've got a creepy clown and they were really focusing on this so i'm like is the demon a clown is that what you're trying to say like the <laughs> fucking clown anyway so and then like in that vision i'm like why is every woman in this show sleep in a white cotton nightgown like where the fuck do you even buy a white cotton nightgown like i have no idea where they sell those you have one i have one it was really cheap on Amazon. It looked like it'd be really comfy for summertime. And it is. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like super lightweight, like cotton white nightgown. It's very loose and like little, mine has like little spaghetti straps, but it's like this, this flowy, like mm-hmm. cotton knee length nightgown. Yeah, I bought it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Judge me. You're judging me so hard. So, so hard. hard. 
I can make you some pantaloons to go with it and that I would approve. Um, but if you don't have pantaloons, I don't approve. Um, pantaloons. Everybody, it's, like, it's my pantaloons. it's like my airy. Like I've been by the pool all day. I take a rinse off. I throw that on and just kind of hang out. Yeah, I mean, like I have some black pantaloons, and what I love about pantaloons is they don't have a crotch because in Victorian time it was really hard for women to pick up their skirts to pee. So none of their under none of their undergarments had like crotches in them. So they're also dirty Victorian ladies. Like they were just their business was just there and ready to go they they had crotchless panties before we knew crotchless panties were a thing crotch crotchless pantaloons (laughs) crotchless humors uh okay what the fuck are we talking about oh yeah women in the white nightgown yeah women in white nightgowns yeah and then so and and they i don't know it was just a weird amalgamation of things in that child's room that's that's yep that's how rose is creepy so. so then we cut back to the um, the motel, and this is where John is having kind of a weird reaction to learning about Sam having these visions because he didn't know. And, and like, ah. oh yeah, oh yeah, you're my son's having visions that seem to be premonitions about fucking evil shit. Cool, <laughs> cool, cool story. And so he kind of is disbelieving at first, and then it comes around real fast. But he's kind of like, what? And then he gets like mad that they hadn't told him. And I'm like, motherfucker, this dude. <laughs> and so Dean actually bucks up at that. And he's like, oh, hold on. You want a fucking phone call for the fact that he was having visions? We called you when we both almost fucking died and you didn't fucking show up. What the fuck? You think you're going to show up for that? What do we What do we know? So he's pissed and and... Yeah, and he more specifically says, getting you on the phone, I have a better chance of winning the lottery. And then I was yeah. like, hey, it's 1.7 million. Go buy a ticket. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so, and then John kind of like actually backs down. He's like, you're right. I just don't like yeah, your I suck. tone. I just don't like your tone. I'm like, your oh, new attitude, Dean. Mm. I don't have a fucking attitude, Dad. <clears throat> yeah, right. I fucking rolled my eyes, that one. Um, so basically, and then Sam, now Sam wants to be the voice of reason because that's what Sam does. Anyway, Whatever, Sam. Like, visions or no visions, the demon is coming tonight. So we have to get this plan going. But then the phone rings. And, and like, I, I wish the, the caller had, he just showed up as that bitch Meg. That bitch Meg is what it should say. <laughs> so yeah, she calls Sam and um, insists on talking. Oh, he says something about her. Uh, he's like last time I saw you, you were falling out of a window and she's like yeah that hurt my feelings he said just your feelings that was the seven story drop I was like oh. <laughs> that's pretty funny uh but she just wants to talk to John and uh they try to play off like he's not there but it doesn't really work so they he hands the phone over to his dad and uh she kind of tries to play herself off as like friendly with the boys but then also that she's the one that killed fucking pastor Jim so we know that now and so if you tie that back, when they said Pastor Jim was found dead, there was soul first, they know it was a demon. So we know now she's tied to demonic stuff for real. Not that we didn't know that, uh, but it confirms. And then- um, She was talking in a blood bowl. Like, how the fuck did you guys not know she was a demon? Uh, she talked in a blood bowl. Yeah, blood bowl. I mean, she might have just been into some weird shit. She might have just been nah. like a really, a really, really confused goth girl. I don't know. Goth girl took it too far. As I, I sit here in my bat dress. Okay. Uh, so they're talking and we finally get to see who Caleb is. So like, oh, okay, cool. Where's Caleb? There's Caleb and he's tied up and about to die. Uh, so that's how we see Caleb. Um, basically she, but she refers to herself as we, by the way, like the royal we, I guess. <laughs> She's like, we know you have the cult. 
and then, I think she may have met multiple people. Oh, I'm sure. I multiple demons. Not like she's Queen Victoria, but I kind of wish she was. So, so, I would like her more. Is so she if she was if she if she was very if she, we are amused when it came <laughs> out of her mouth. We are not amused. I would have liked her more. But. Yeah. But yeah, so anyways, she uh knows that he has the cult, knows that John has the cult, slits Caleb's throat. And basically says for him to keep the cult is declaring war and that anyone that he's ever helped John or that he loves will die if he doesn't hand it over, which is pretty. So, yeah. So also Caleb's death and Pastor Jim's death. This is the writer's fault because they wanted to have all these characters even talking about throughout the season, like have a place in this episode because they wanted to see them and they wanted to like have everybody there. So like, well, I guess they have to die. So uh, Sarah and Rael uh, killed all their friends. Nice. <laughs> I think it's good. Yeah. Um, so he's like, you know, they had to get the gun to the to her in Nebraska, and he is like, I can't just carry a gun on a plane. I'm like, yeah, you can. Just check a bag, man. Like, yeah, you yeah. just go to the airport and you say I have to declare a firearm and you check it, and then he goes on the plane with you. Like, it's real fucking easy. Yeah, it's not that hard. Especially a revolver, because like usually I get some like with a an know, antique like, re- an antique revolver. Yeah, and hello, I'm going to a collector's convention. Whatever, yeah, like because it's not like you have to worry about like okay, my magazine is in this container, but it's like you have to do all that stuff with a semi-auto. Anyways, it's yeah, yeah, but no, this has been a very easy thing to check. Just maybe yeah, a- I don't think he actually meant that. I think he just didn't want to go that day i think he was just trying to buy time but that was my thought too i'm like he's making this very complicated can he my question was like i didn't map this but can he drive there in time that's really my biggest question so either way um yeah so basically they get off the phone he's got it supposed to be in lincoln nebraska at midnight and they basically so now we know meg's either demon or possessed by one that's how they declare it john is going to try to pass off a fake gun to buy time which I'm like, this seems like a terrible idea. That's just me. And uh, that he's going to send Sam and Dean to go kill the demon without him. And they get all emotional. And dad, dad John, I don't know, it's just easier. he didn't have a character for like the first half of the season. So like, uh, I mean, like he knew who he was, but you know what I mean? Like he wasn't around really other than just being the asshole dad that never showed up. So I just like kept calling him dad. But anyway, so he does this. I want to stop losing people we love. I want you to go to school. I want Dean to have a home. I want Mary to be alive. I just want this to be over. So he thinks- Well, it's that- like, you're not going to bring Mary back from the dead, dude. That's yeah. not, that doesn't work that way. No, that was a weird line in this. I'm like, oh, these are very real things. You want this all to be over and people to stop dying. You want Sam to go to school. You want Dan- Dean to be able to settle down but you also want something very unrealistic in here. This is, okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. okay. <clears throat> so then we get to go watch them sort weapons in the back of truck. Hi, truck box. You're so sexy. I love you. Heart, <laughs> a little hearts are going all over my heart right not, now. Uh, truck box, truck box. Mm. All right. And um, Dean, and that was just, I'm sorry. So Dean had left at that point. So then Dean shows up and <laughs> with a paper bag, pawn shop just put the gun in a paper bag <laughs> for those that have never purchased a firearm whether from a pawn shop or elsewhere they don't put that shit in a fucking like 40 paper bag like you don't put that in the same paper bag a tall boy comes in that's not that doesn't nobody does that maybe dean stopped to get a tall boy and then he just put the, he i would feel better about the- that but he's like put the put the little revolver in the yeah oh my gosh it was so funny 
Yeah, so you know, they're like discussing strategies, you know, and, and John's like, I've got a whole arsenal loaded, holy water, mandaic amulets, uh, which are a thing. I looked them up, they're not that interesting. We'll talk about them at some point. Um, but then you know, he's like, you know, there's only four bullets left. I was like, how there's only four bullets left? There was 13 bullets. Where the other bullets go? You just use one. The first, no, but the remember the original owner of it shot the first ones. Oh, okay. So Samuel used some of the thirteen. Okay. Yes, I think he had. They think I think it was six he had used. Okay. Okay. So then there, so there's still one missing by that math. Then I'll take that supernatural math. Well, they used they shot yeah. So if he used six, I'm not going to do math. No, that's not for me. Um, oh, so he's like making you so make every shot, and I'm like, okay, don't let Sam have that gun. And, mm, Guess how they get works. the gun too, but anyway. No, no, no. So, and then he covers truck back, the truck cover back up, and it has these really great snaps that I really want because my Jeep has a stupid cover on it, and it's really hard to take it off. I'm like, oh man, those are just snaps. That would be great. Now, then I started figuring out how I can machine those into the Jeep. And anyhow, so then he drives off and he goes to Lincoln. It's a very, very awkward, semi-sad handoff goodbye-ish speech that they have here. I was not into it. Yeah. <laughs> But they have a lot of goodbye speeches in here, so I'm glad it was kind of short. Like it's fine. Just go, uh, just go to Lincoln, dude. Just, just get just it over with. So yeah, and John makes it by midnight, and he's kind of like watching, like he's like kind of just observing this warehouse, just like industrial district that this handoff's supposed to take place in. And there's like a lot of like steam pipes in this warehouse i don't know and like some like water pot on the like a water reservoir on the roof and so anyways he's just looking around looking at all the pipes and walking around carrying his rosary and then we cut back to sam and dean sitting awkwardly outside of a woman's house again because i mean that's what they do apparently they like to sit awkwardly in the car outside of houses people's houses yeah Yeah. no one's gonna call the cops on you for that no no one Mm -mm. that looks totally fine but yeah. uh they're so, but yeah go ahead all right so yeah they're trying to figure out how to get in the house blah blah not that interesting um so back to john being sneaky and with his rosary so he's putting that rosary into the whole unless you had something to say about sam and dean that was interesting i just find them sitting in the car kind of boring uh, i thought it was funny when they're like well we could tell them it was a gas leak but that never works and then like we could just tell them the truth and they have like the, a cheesy moment where both look at each other like Nah, yeah that's what that's why i didn't like it i was just like whatever i just want to blow that off okay um, so yeah so john's being sneaky and he's making holy water uh so and technically you know he's not a priest but okay um so let's talk about holy water because I, I had to talk about something in this episode so for lore We're, we're fucking talking about holy water. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, so we are going to focus on the Christian version of holy water. And just so you know, you know, holy water as actually mentioned in some versions of the Bible. There is a point where God provided instructions to Moses and how to perform a ritual meant to cure a curse of jealousy, aka how to prove a woman who was faithful uh, when her husband says that you're a cheating whore. So apparently what you have to do is you have to get holy water in an earthen vessel and then you put some earth in it from the pavement of the tabernacle, right? So you do that. And then after the ritual, the woman drinks it. And if she wasn't cheating, nothing happens. But if she was guilty, she'd be cursed and her belly would start to swell and her thighs, aka her vag, would begin to rot. Such a great book. 
Anyways, so in, yeah, Diana's face is pretty precious right now because I'm pretty sure she's picturing a woman's badge riding out from the yeah. outside. Yeah. So, yeah. Mental pictures that you don't want to have. <laughs> Add that yeah. to the list. So now you're going to have running out for my um, descendants stuck in your head too. So there you go. Uh, uh, yeah. So in the Roman Catholic and Orthodox Christian tradition, traditions, uh, holy water is water has been blessed by a priest or a bishop. There are other types of holy water. They're saint or non-liturgical holy water. And this is sometimes not as quote unquote potent as traditional holy water. It's found in holy wells or other water sources associated with saints like Lourdes, Fatima, that type of place. Gregorian holy water is traditionally holy water that's been mixed with wine, salt, and ashes. That's a whole production. Um, relic or sanctified holy water, the water gets holy by dipping holy relics into it, or you can just touch it if like, the relic is like going to fall apart, like if it's St. Peter's penis or whatever like holy relic you have. And it, like if you put it in there, so it's going to fall apart. Like, so, <gasps> like touch it in there, then like that makes the water holy. Yep, now you're picturing someone putting a saint stick in, in holy water. You're also yeah. welcome. Just, All right. Just, <laughs> just, just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> Da, da, da. All right, so how do you make it? Uh, so you got to get some water and then you got to find a clean vessel and put it in. You can't put it in a dirty vessel because it's going to be holy. Um, you can put salt in it, but the salt has to be exercised or consecrated first. And then you bless it with some Latin. Although it doesn't have to be Latin. Like you can say in English, but generally it has to be in Latin. Or Latin's just better. Latin's better. It's modern days. You could just buy this shit on the internet. And I did some comparison shopping for all of you guys, just in case you want to know about some places you can get some holy water from. So <gasps> you can go, there's so many choices for you. You can go to uh, directfromlords.com. And this is, you know, um, from a spring in the grotto in Lourdes, or, you know, Saint came, Bernadette was there, blah, 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 blah. Um, so Lourdes water is not holy water. However, having the water blessed by a priest does mean that it then becomes Lourdes holy water. And so while the water for drinking is bottled, it has to be certified consumption under new French law. So you can't drink this water. They said not to drink it, but so you can get a Mary Undoer of Knots tall glass holy holy water bottle. It's three point four five inches tall and contains twenty milliliters of Lord's water. And you could be assured this is genuine Lord's water from the grotto, and you can get that for a low price of seven dollars and ninety nine cents. There is also a ton of other waters you can buy on that site. So um, you can go to buyholywater.com. So that's a domain somebody registered. And this has the finest holy water on earth. And I mean, like people buy some dumb, hold on. So people buy some dumb URLs just to be funny, but they didn't just buy a dumb URL. They didn't just buy this URL because ha ha ha. They bought it to actually sell holy water on the internet. I just want to make that clear. Yeah, somebody registered this domain. Yep. And I, 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 I give me 10 seconds. I can find out who owns it, but it was just, <laughs> it, I could just go to who is the IP, but I'll do that later. Um, so uh, this is the finest holy water on earth. We are the only online store that offers imported and authentic healing holy water. No, you're not. Um, but they do have an extremely rare opportunity to own authentic and pure holy water blessed by Pope Francis, Bishop of Rome in Vatican City. They obtain a few liters every month shipped directory from the Vatican. It's blessed. It's holy. It's unique. And there's little cross emojis on their, their website too. And you can get water with a red wax dipped and stamped 20 milliliters, just like the other bottle. The regular price was $132.11, but it's on sale. So you can get that for the low price of $22.99. So yeah, big hope. discount. 
I feel like the Vatican would frown on this. Just saying. Oh, unless they're getting some kind of crazy kickback, the Vatican does not like to share their money. Last I checked, that is true. But I'm sure they're also paying for the water, like or yeah, I don't know. This water is actually coming from there. It has a certificate though. So there's a certificate saying it's it. Uh, um, so you can go to the holylandmall.com. Um, and on that site, you can get some a holy water bottle from the Jordan River where Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist. Um, you can get a unique keepsake of a large bottle of genuine purifying holy water from the Jordan River imported from Israel. It, like I said, it comes in a decorative bottle. Um, for a plastic bottle, it contains 125 milliliters. It's not for drinking, for external use only. And that was a regular price of $12.95. But that is also on sale. There's just a sale on holy water right now. It is on sale for $9.95. Or if all these things are you know, too much for you, you can just go to Amazon and you can buy holy water on amazon.com. You can get that same holy water from the Jordan River and for 180 milliliters with a certificate and a house blessing card for $19.40 with free one day shipping prime. and free returns. Is it prime? Is it prime? It's prime. It is prime. And sometimes they're just things you want to know. So somebody on Amazon wanted to know, can I use this to some, can I use this so if I summon a demon, I can get rid of it? And no, apparently, that's in the Q&A. It is in the Q&A. And of course, somebody had an answer. And there's like, no, it's not that simple. I do spirit communication. Something here who said it was evil when I moved in here. Sage, black and white sock and holy water would not banish. Had to perform a Christian exorcism. It still comes through on spirit and still says it wants to come back. All lower astral beings can't wait to attach to your energy. If you actually summon them, you'll never get rid of it. Do not do it. I could go on and on, but I had to toss a spirit box because this entity had even attached to the frequency of this box trying to get to me you invite it it will always be waiting to open the door so don't summon a demon that's what i learned at amazon <laughs> so you're on your amazon search for holy water led to a lesson about not summoning demons i just want to make sure that we've tied that up neatly are you surprised no it's wonderful <laughs> is there any drinkable holy water why oh my god how did you set this up okay so um, I, I'm still back on the Gregorian shit. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, and ash. So wine and ash. So it's like we get, we get actually just dip your cigarette in there. And then, <laughs> like, I've probably done that a lot. I've probably ash my stomach. I drank a bunch of bug wine last you know earlier this week. So yeah. um, there is a there was a popular televangelist in the 1980s. His name was Peter Popoff. I don't know if you remember him. I don't really hmm. remember him, but um, he started making commercials for Miracle Spring Water for real people with real needs. And they have claimed they have received checks totaling as much as $45,000 after sending for the water. He said that it would help you to see liberation for the bondage of debt. It's free. And I want to send it to you. No obligation. Call me now. So truth behind advertising.com. We're like, hey, we want to call you now. Let's see what happens. So they ordered the water in October 2018. And they did get the water in a couple of weeks, along with a letter from Popoff. Uh, and that's his name. I don't know if that's how you say it, but I'm just going to pop off because that sounds really gangster. Um, mm -hmm. So he prophesied that a sudden release of money somewhere between $1,900 and $19,000 was headed our way. And all they had to do was use the water as directed and send exactly $19. 
because one is the number of the father and nine is the number of new birth. So they got this, they already have the free water bottle and they're like, you know what? We're going to send you $19. I, I, I want to get my $19,500, yeah. to, to, to 19, whatever. So they sent the $19 and then another month, they do get a thank you for their seed gift of $19, uh, which would soon bring them a bountiful harvest of great bluffing, blessings. Popoff said to let him know as soon as that happens. So five months after when they wrote the article, they still hadn't gotten a miracle bounty, but they did get a lot more letters asking them to send some more money in so they could get some more blessings. Um, and there were varying amounts of money in there, um, which my favorite one is open your checkbook and write a check in the amount of $34.19 and write my miracle seed in the memo. And then if you want to sow a seed for a loved one, write a second check for $34.19 and write miracle seed for a loved one in the memo. And if you send an additional check, I will prophetically seek the Lord on their behalf as well as yours. So I want to know the banks that got the return check that has like in the memo line, miracle seed. Right. Like just <laughs> like the poor, the poor, like part-time employee that's processing like your bank deposits, like just stamping them and entering them back then. And like, the fuck? <laughs> well, I think miracle seed for a loved one. That sounds like you're jacking off on somebody or like you're giving somebody your sperm for like a baby, you know, baby in a tube. And so I, I also, next time I Venmo you any money, I'm putting miracle seed forever. <laughs> like you will just see all my Venmos now will now say miracle seed on them. Um, so the water is drinkable because it's actually Poland spring water with a, with a splash of whatever holy water is. But uh. if if none of these options work out for you and you want to be absolutely the, have the most baller holy water ever, in 2019, the Brooklyn Design Company, MSCHF, I'm sure there's a cool name in there that I'm not cool enough to know, they bought a normal pair that's, of... That's mischief. What? Oh, is it mischief? Huh. I think, so. I think that's what they call it. Okay, cool. Mischief. That makes sense. Um, so they got a pair of Nike Air Max, Max 97s, and they bought it at regular uh, street value, whatever street value for Nike Air 97s are. Oh, they go for $160. actually have that. So they spent $160 on them, but they revamped the shoe and they added a golden Jesus on a crucifix as a shoelace charm. They also sourced holy water from the River Jordan, which was blessed by a priest in Brooklyn and then added it to the soles of the sneakers. And a pair of Jesus shoes were on sale, this is in 2019, for $4,000. And for that price, you could actually walk on water and I'm done. I'm walking away now. I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm like, okay. Which that is really hilarious. And it's very timely. So I want to get the not mm. go go for it. I, I know Lil, Lil Nas X. Lil Nas yep. X is yep. the same. That's the same shoe company that he partnered with. Okay. So I want to get the little Nas X Satan shoe and gonna get the Jesus shoe. And then I want to put him in a one battle. One of these. <laughs> my angel and devil aren't on my shoulders they're on my feet they're, my, they're on my feet so but i like yeah man like you guys went through a lot of trouble to get holy water this episode and it worked but you could have just got it from fucking amazon guys and maybe you should <laughs> i was looking to see if there was a sub subscribe and save option but i did not see that but <laughs> i was like i was like man I, i'm 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 just amused by this some of the yep. <clears throat> questionable offerings of of these things and i'm like like wow i'm like am i am i a terrible person i'm like can we make a cocktail with this and have a conversation about it <laughs> liz is like fuck you now oh my God. 
Whatever. I mean, yeah, we can have a cocktail and have a conversation about it. I'll drink some. I don't know if I can drink holy water. I would probably go up in flames, but. <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, that's pretty hilarious. I didn't realize holy water was so readily available. I will say that. I just, I didn't. There is a lot of it. There is so much holy water for sale. But, like, and a lot of it is, and, like, you pretty much, like, any, like, you know, I almost said satanic site, but any saintly site, um, they're selling, those churches are selling shit from there. And, you know, so it's, so, you know, uh, the Fatima one, like they, people like just go in and then like, it would take like jars and go out and pour that shit in their vineyards. And people have been doing that for a long time. And for a while, for a lot of them, they were just stealing it. And then finally they were like, well, you know, so Fatima, um, which had, you know, there's like the three kids that had the miracle thing. And then they, um, they all died from like the Spanish influenza, but also like all like, so this is, you know, during the first year of the first COVID and, you know, in 1918 and everybody is flocking to the site to like, go get the holy water. So it'll heal them. And I'm like, y'all all have communicable diseases and you're all going to the same place. No wonder you all died. Like if you had just stayed home and not gone to get your fucking holy water, you probably would have been fine. So yeah. yeah. It's much like us trying to get out of our houses to get booze. So, I mean, it, I, I get it, man, but, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. So we're going to go back to Sam and Dean, where Sam is currently jinxing the shit out of the operation. Um, so he, and then he's like, oh, no, we're going to do great. We're it's going to be over. I'm like, you can't say that, man. You say mm-hmm. that it's not going to be over. Don't, don't, don't jinx it. And gets on, he gets all like. Sam gets all just want to thank you, Dean, for everything, just in case. And Sam gets fucking pissed. Or Dan, Dean gets pissed. He's like, This is not a just in case. No one's fucking dying tonight except that demon. That was <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. And then we're going to so, cut back to John and, and Megan face off. Yeah. Meg walks in, finds John, uh, and waiting for her in the, uh, in the warehouse. It's a really weird warehouse. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. Well, it's Nebraska. There's a lot of weird things in Nebraska. I guess. But anyway. She tries to have a snark battle, which I it was like, I know was I kind of appreciate. And John's just like, can you just take the gun? Can we like, just be done here? Yeah, she's trying to be all like cutesy. Blah, 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 blah. And she just oh, oh Meg. That bitch, Meg. Um, and so she he oh, and up. she calls him baby, and I'm like, oh, gross. And so she hit like while while she's like talking to John though, this other dude walks up behind her. And um anyway, so she hands the gun. John hands over the gun. And it's the fake and hands it to the guy that's with Meg. And then he turns and fucking shoots Meg. So, so you're all like, hooray, shoot Meg. I'm like, okay. I was like, damn, she just got double crossed real hard. But well, then she was like, you shot me. And I'm like, of course, everybody wants to shoot you. I don't even like, care if that bullet's going to not do anything to you. Like, even if I knew it was a fake gun, I'd still shoot you because it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so she's all bitchy about it. But he's like, well, I was proving that it was a fake. And she, they're like, oh, it's kind of like, well, what if it wasn't? But okay. Anyways. Um, um, so. He probably was also like, either way, I win. Either right. way, it's a fake or a fucking Meg dies. Like, he's probably oh, cool. <laughs> 
So yeah. And John tries to pretend like he didn't know, but they don't believe him. So he runs like a motherfucker because better. And then when he gets to one of those creepy hallways full of pipes that he had found earlier, he busts it open so that all the water that he recently blessed and turned into holy water sprays out at them. And uh, yeah, but also John's running. They're just sauntering after him. They're like, la la la. We're just going to take our time. Like there's no like urgency. They're just like, la la la, going after John. And then he's like, oh, ha ha, holy water. And I'm like, he's wearing shoes. Like why well, is apparently it still burned. apparently it still burned his shoes? In demon boots, maybe he was wearing little Nazak boots, and <laughs> <Yeah>. so- <laughs> he had his he had his demon boots on. Uh, available from Nike for a low price in 1999. <laughs> uh, but right, yeah, so then we go back. We there's something back and forth in there. So, so like- yeah, this is an episode. It's a lot of like whiplash back and forth between the scenes. So we get back to Sam and Dean and they're trying to call dad and check on him, but um, they can't get a hold of him, obviously. And he's, like, he's he's fighting demons, dude. Like, what the uh, fuck? You want him to, like, stop to answer his what? phone? Like, yeah, you haven't, finished, you haven't finished your mission yet. What the fuck? Leave him alone. Let him do his shit. You do your shit. Then you regroup. Boom. He so had anyway. to get all the way to Nebraska and then make holy water. It takes some time. Yeah. And then hand off her fake gun. Like, come on. So then the radio starts acting real weird and wind's blowing and all the lights. It's an electrical storm. Also, if this is midnight in a neighborhood, why the fuck are, is like every light in their house on at midnight? Even in my par- house, I don't have every light in my house on at midnight. It's a party house. Woo-hoo. Yeah, they didn't look like they were partying. I'm just saying, I thought that was weird. No, they, they looked real lame. She had a white nightgown on. She wasn't partying. <laughs> Unless that was, if that's your, if that was his kink or that's your kink, I'm not going to shame you. You never know. You never know. But um, yeah, so we get the electrical storm, which is the side of the demon, which I was like, cool. I can't believe it's not fucking everything up. It's going to screw up your Wi-Fi, et cetera. And yeah. then we flash back to dad and I get real mad because somebody hurt trucks. Somebody slashed trucks tires. Mean. So Very mean. sad. Those tires are expensive. So that's really annoying. Yeah. And then I was like, why are you going back inside? That wouldn't be my choice. Yeah. So he's running off back towards the building very quickly. I, I would go fight into the car like you clearly you could steal things go steal another car unless you didn't want to leave truck which i get i can't leave her can't leave her behind <laughs> she's not safe no truck so left. and then we cut back to sam and dean and they decide to just break into this house that's clearly occupied because they know the demon's coming and the husband is there and he starts swinging a bat at them saying get out of my house i was really amused <laughs> so, yeah that's what i was like yeah, I mean, I would be like two strange dudes in my house. One of them was telling my baby she was gorgeous earlier. Yeah, I'm gonna swing it at them with a bat, and and then I'm like, oh no, Sam has the cult. Yeah. So <laughs> the dad's telling his wife Monica to go get the baby, but she goes in the room and the demon's already there. So we know it's all this is about to fucking go down. So Sam runs after the Monica and the baby with the cult. Well. Um, dean stuck with trying to subdue dad and uh he sees the demon and the demon suddenly had these crazy yellow eyes they hadn't shown before they flashed in the time like marbles um i thought that was interesting and uh so sam shoots at the demon and it and it kind of just disappears didn't really hit yeah, it. sam misses because someone gave sam a gun stop giving sam guns just stop it He's never going to hit anything. He can't hit the side of a fucking barn. He can't hit a demon that's right in front of him. Fucking Sam. Um, and but and yeah. Monica, had, Monica at this point had already been like slid halfway up the wall. Like like the demon had slid her up the wall while she was going to get the baby. And as soon as, as, soon as Sam does shoot at the demon, she slides back down. 
So, um, yeah. And then Dean runs in and grabs the fucking baby and the crib catches on fire immediately after that. It's kind of a weird thing if the demon left, but okay. Yeah, he, he just likes, he likes fire. He thinks it's pretty. Yeah, but then we're back and now John's getting thrown up against a wall by a demon. So nope. apparently this is just demons sliding people up walls today. Like just, it's yeah. what lots we're doing. Of, lots of wall pinning, lots of wall pinning by demons. Yep. So it's the dude demon pins John to the wall and he slides up the wall. Then we cut back to um, the Charlie. house yeah. again, and the bait in the the house, like the window to the the children child's room explodes. Sam, Dean, Monica, and the baby all run outside. Dad's already out there and still yelling, "Get away from my family!" And Monica's like, "They saved us." So, um, and so Dad calms down. Yeah, and Sam's like, "We're gonna go back in." <laughs> Yeah, Sam starts being a bitch about how he's going to like sacrifice himself to run back in and kill the demon. I mean, we all know he can't fucking shoot for shit. So what? this seems like a terrible plan. And Dean gets mad and stops him repeatedly because you can see the demon in the fire in the room. And it's like Dean's like, it's suicide. Sam goes, I don't care. Dean goes, yeah. oh, I do. Yeah. 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 It's, it's not the greatest moment it's just really not um so all right so we're gonna go back to the motel sam's being a douche and but dean's being a really good older brother and then this i'm like dean you actually did some good things this episode so go yeah. dean yeah dean, i mean we stood up to dad earlier and now he's kind of like keeping trying to keep sam's irrational ass reined in so that's good um so yeah sam's all mad that he that dean would let him go back in to die just to end this and Dean kind of just like shuts him down that like Jessica and mom are not Jess and mom are not coming back and so and so Sam assaults Dean at this point and, well, and he just, throws like yeah he throws him up against the wall because this is the episode where everyone goes yeah, up against the wall everybody's getting thrown against walls but then they're also just like super close to each other and I, I can't very help that I, I was like kiss very kiss close. kiss <laughs> no that's so weird I know they're brothers but it was just like oh my god like this is so they are close. very close their faces are very close to each other and then um i don't know he, dean has a good little like speech though that like you said he, he's really good here he really talks about how they all three need each other and that all of them being together keeps dean from losing it basically so he needs them all to kind of hold it together then so they try to call dad again because now that they've failed at their mission they got to find out if dad failed his mission too <laughs> and so meg answers the phone and says they'll never see their father again Ugh, that bitch meg i really hate her yeah she's pretty awful i hope by this time they have changed her id on the phone so they know at least <laughs> well no this time they were calling dad though so they oh know. they were calling him know. okay yeah so yeah she's got john to be continued for next week for the, se the season finale yes without it was, it was hard oh, yeah it was hard to not just go jump into the next episode i'm trying to stay on my schedule of once per week so i'm fresh to talk about it each time and uh yeah like after that i was like no i gotta know what happens but i you can always watch it twice you know uh, it's not the same because I didn't want to go into this episode knowing what happens you know what i mean okay that's fine yeah i get trying to follow the rules liz just because you know it happens i know but yeah so um yeah i mean i think this was a good like character episode i i, I will agree i know it was kind of one of the challenges it was definitely not a monster of the week episode um and, and that makes sense for the end of the season uh it was much more about character development of the three of them together and then also um making sam a whiny bitch and dean stand up this time <laughs> oh, but um 
And Isaiah being a whitey bitch new and Dean has been standing oh, up for him. Like that's true. In, that's in true. the past few episodes where John has been involved, Dean really has started taking like standing up for both him and Sam. Yeah. No, so right. he really he has been, and Sam is just like occasionally has moments of goodness, but the most part he's just whining. And I'm sorry, your girlfriend's dead and your mom's dead. That sucks. It but, does. But you're whining. But we but we get it. Yeah, move past whining. it. Yeah, yeah. Be productive then, with your so we so we've dealt with that, and then having dad reintroduced. Even though I still think dad's a fucking asshole, um, you know, it's that I mean, having that aspect of the episode, I think, was kind of good. Um, it, it definitely cues up for me being newer to it, just to give my perspective. It really does cue up having like following what's going to happen to the Winchesters. Um, and I think, I mean, obviously that was the intent of this episode in the storyline, but it does cue it up. And I thought it cued it up well. Yep. Are That's you funny. ready for judgment day? I am. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, not after these past couple of years. No, no. <laughs> Actually, the past few years have been pretty damn good. I'm like, no, just kidding. It's the ones before that. I just bit with everything that's been happening. You know, the likelihood of things going, ooh. The mere sheet of chariots are left, and I just want to fish them out and start eating them. Uh, okay, cool. So I think that it's probably going to wrap it up for this episode. Uh, yeah. I don't have time to say I honestly, like, I'm not. I like demons. They're fun. The writing. And I, I love the writers for this show, for this episode. I think they're great. But it was just, I don't know. Maybe it was a Robert Singer direection of just the back and forth, which he tends to do a lot. It's a lot uh, of that in this one. It's a lot it's of a jumpy lot. things. It makes it hard to follow a little bit too. I was like, you can stretch these scenes out a little longer. I don't know if you need the jumping back too much. And just, there was just a lot of obvious dialogue. Um, so it's just like, I even not, like, I know most of the lines anyways, just, but it's, you know, you could just predict like what they were going to be. Just like, yeah. yeah, no, that's what you say here. This is what you say here. Um, it just it, it seemed really fluffy for an important episode. There's just I, I didn't think there that. was a ton of substance in it. But. No, I can see that for sure. And and I know you tend to seem to prefer seem to prefer the monster of the week approach too. Like you like the long story arc, but at the same time, I really think you like the introduction of the different lore, the different creature. It were bad guy. Uh, that will that will change as we go oh, along. Okay. Um, but I think for this season, those tend to be the better episodes. Yeah. Uh, just that they, I don't know, they're just more interesting. You know, that I think, I think just the storyline of what's going on with the internal struggles of the Winchesters in their family life has taken 22 episodes. And they're, you pretty much knew the gist of it in episode one. Right. Bring dad like, in for one yeah. and you're good like okay yeah. i get your trauma i understand what your trauma is we need to move past it so yeah. 22 episodes of that i'm like okay that's at least the monsters of the week give you something else to think about got it instead of sense. just sam being a whiny bitch i think that's why i don't like these because sam's just always a whiny bitch in them and he's not he's just not interesting yeah so, i don't know but this is trucks truck stole the show so yeah truck, yeah truck does that yeah, it's truck, does. truck and baby do that a lot but i do yeah, so there we go. We're almost to the end of season one. Yeah, so next Thursday, end of season one. Make sure you follow on all the places your podcasts are. Da, 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 da. All right, cheers, Dirk. Cheers, bitch. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter, Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us, Devil's Trap at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. 
Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share it with all your friends. We're available at all your major podcast listening devices, or you can always find us at devilstrappodcast.com. Thanks! Devil's Trap Podcast is a Don't Be a Dick production. Meow! Intro music, arrangement and performance by Dave Cox. Piano arrangement and performance by Bobby Orozco. Meow! <laughs>